it's time to get geared up with GeekWire's weekly tech and gadget show. Here are your hosts, Todd Bishop and Andrew Edwards. Welcome to Geared Up from GeekWire.com in Seattle. I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. We've got a great show coming up. Later on, we are going to be talking about the new Apple Clips app, which is You're leading off with that one. I'm leading off with wow. Apple Clips. we got YouTube okay. TV. we got Comcast Mobile. Big stuff this week on Geared Up on GeekWire. So yes. uh, uh, let's jump right into let's it, Let's jump Andrew. right in. What's our first topic of the our day? Our first topic is Comcast wow. Xfinity Mobile. This was the announcement this morning. This scares me. Because Comcast does not control enough of your digital life at this point. (laughs) Right. They are announcing a plan and details of that plan to offer smartphone wireless plans. So you'll be able to get wireless coverage, wireless service from Comcast, just as you would from T-Mobile, AT&T, or anybody else. Right. This is what's called an MVNO. Yes. uh, And it stands for, uh, I believe, Mobile Virtual Network Operator. That's right. So what they're essentially doing is using Verizon's network, but branding it as Comcast, and offering their own plans. And the real interesting thing here is if you are an existing Comcast subscriber, mm-hmm. you could potentially get lower rates on your wireless bill than if you just did it standalone through somebody like right. Vir- Verizon or uh, AT&T or T-Mobile. Yeah. Well, not potentially. You will. That's right, because it's as low as $45 with their top-tier packages, $45 a month per line on yeah. Xfinity Mobile. So if you only have one line, um, you're saving money because... They're using Verizon's network. So if you have Xfinity Mobile as your carrier, your wireless carrier, you basically have Verizon cell phone service, but you pay Xfinity probably on your monthly bill that comes up comes along with your internet and your cable. Um, so if you only have one line, you're saving money. If you have two or more lines, you're then losing money, and it's cheaper to just go to, to Verizon directly and get your package there. But it is it is quite interesting, though, that, you know, they're getting into this space yep. and they're offering, you know, free public Wi-Fi hotspots. I don't I forget how many, but like 40,000 or something crazy like that. Um, I don't know that I would ever want to to do that. I don't know if I would want to do this. This is really a defining moment in the life of somebody's digital home. Like, do you want to double or triple or quadruple down on Xfinity right. and really take advantage of the potential cost savings? Or are you concerned about lock in with them if you want to, you know, basically piecemeal your your whole digital life together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that Comcast bill would be big. I mean, you would still be saving, but you'd be adding your wireless cost yeah. to it. I mean, that I, that would be an eye-popping bill and it might be difficult for some <laughs> people to stomach. Right. I don't know. I mean, for me, you know, nowadays or at least uh, you know, more and more over the past couple of years, Americans have been getting used to the whole European way of yep. buying cell phones, which is you just buy the phone outright rather than signing a 2-year contract. And so here, you know, if you try it and you don't like it, you can just leave. And, you know, it's not – I don't know that the phone's going to be locked to them. You can't lock the phone to Xfinity. It's going to be locked to Verizon at, at, at the most. And actually, Verizon isn't allowed to lock their phones. So you would have an unlocked phone either way. So – and I also know that they will offer the ability to pay up front for the phone or to, to yes. have it as part of the plan on this new Xfinity oh, mobile that. plan. Oh, man. So. I don't want to be tied in. I actually, I have Xfinity at my house, but I only use them for TV yep. because I refuse to use them for internet because of the data caps. Okay. I don't want to mess with data caps. As you know, I do a bunch of video. I'm uploading like 4K videos multiple times a week. I can't run into a data cap and have them like you know stifle me. So I use a Frontier – as my internet, and I use uh, Comcast as my TV provider. I don't know that I ever use them for 
for uh, my my cell phone, though. I'm, I'm T-Mobile all the way right now. So Comcast is really going to be pitching this to their existing customers. Their hand was really forced in a lot of ways by AT&T because AT&T was able to combine right. with DirecTV so they can offer wireless yeah. and essentially cable TV, although satellite TV, right, th- right. through DirecTV. So you can see where everything's just converging in this industry. Right. I'm curious where um, the others are going to go. Yeah. Well, like Sprint and T-Mobile, like where are they are they going to offer some sort of, you know, even if they don't pick up one of these companies, are they going to offer something to their customers that makes them feel like they're also getting something free in the entertainment space? I, I think it's possible. I think you've seen T-Mobile do some of that with its uncarrier yeah. moves and uh, the ability to binge on, the ability to stream video over the network. But mm-hmm. also, this could make T-Mobile even more of an acquisition target. If you look at other true. cable TV providers out there that might want to get into wireless as well, I think this is one That's thing that could shake up the industry. I wasn't thinking. I was actually thinking T-Mobile would acquire someone, but it actually makes more sense maybe for someone to acquire them. It does. They're, they have been growing quite a bit, but they're still probably more target than right, acquirer right, at right. this point. All right. So that is Xfinity Mobile. Comcast announced the packages this week. They say that it'll be coming out soon. So if you want to do a a quadruple play, quad oh, play. Man. There it is. I mean, you right. could do a, a <laughs> quintuple play if you also uh, do it like home security with oh, them. Oh, man. You Let us know everything. in the comments. Are you interested at all in Xfinity Mobile? Would you use them in order to get cheaper wireless service? All right. Let's go on to our next topic. Ooh. Xbox Project Scorpio. Project Scorpio. We were talking about this earlier in the week, Andrew, and we thought it would be a big feature of the show. Right. Microsoft's new console coming out later this fall. Mm-hmm. They had a big reveal on yes. Thursday morning of this week, this morning. Right. And they announced the specs, the tech specs. Yeah. Now, here they are, right on the screen behind oh, us. Oh, look at that. Okay. Are you, re- are you ready for this? So, so as you can see, <laughs> this is very, very technical. I actually thought it was going to be more of a general reveal that yes. the general public would you know, love to jump into. But it's really, it was a hardware specification reveal today yes. that does tell us a lot but it's also, you know, for someone like me, it's a lot to take in and really try to visualize what it all means. So you're looking at things like eight custom x86 cores clocked at 2.3 gigahertz. Uh, and, you know, and they're comparing that to the Xbox One and the PS4, PS4 Pro in, right. this, in this particular chart. What's the takeaway here? If people are thinking about waiting for the new Xbox mm-hmm. later this fall, when they look at something like this... Does this make you say, oh my gosh, the games are going to be amazing on this? Yeah, well, so if you so one outlet got the exclusive. Yes. Um, they brought this outlet over to our area, which is where, you know, Xbox Studios are here in the Seattle area, and um, gave them the behind the scenes and allowed them to communicate this uh, to the world. And so, you know, the, the more impressive stuff to me that came out of that wasn't so much these specs, although when you look at these specs, it is pretty amazing to see what they're able to put into this new box. But the more interesting piece of this was that they basically said and showed him through um, Forza Horizon 3, I believe it was, using that as an example. You know, with the PS4 Pro, you have to make a choice. Do you want 4K gaming, 30 frames per second, not as much crazy special effects, or... Do you want, you know, 1080p, 60 frames per second with much higher, you know, graphics and crazy special effects going off? It's a choice you have to make. With the Xbox Scorpio, Project Scorpio is coming out. It's like you can be 4K, 60 frames per second, and have all these crazy effects happening. And they showed on screen that when that was happening, it was only using about 65 to 70% 
of the GPU. Okay. So there was still some overhead, which means you know they have a lot of potential as to what they can do with this console. So as you look at these specs, they're comparing them to the Xbox One and the PS4 Pro. Yeah. For some people, a more uh, appropriate comparison might be to a PC, you know, because there's lots of PC gamers out there. And the question is, you know, would they ever switch back to the console? And that's, right. that is another question. And of course, that depends on your own PC's configurations. But it sounds yeah. like they're getting closer here to the specs for a truly high-end gaming PC. Yeah, or and it, it's through some, you know, very unique design. So it doesn't have like the all the crazy high specs that you'd find in a, you know, a high-end gaming PC. Um, but they've been very smart about the way they've engineered the Project Scorpio in order to make it, you know, have that high fidelity of graphics. So we are coming up on the E3 uh, game convention coming up in yes, June. June. So that that is re- where you're really going to get the Project Scorpio yeah, yeah. details. I'm so sure. June is where we're going to see what it actually looks like. June is where we're going to get the price. June is where we're going to get the list of launch games and, you know, even just not launch games, but games in general and see really what it can do. Today, it was really more about on paper just looking at what specs and like taking in someone's opinion of what they saw. There was no video for us to see or anything like that. So is this a replacement for the Xbox One? Is it the successor to the Xbox One or is it an upgrade to the Xbox One? It's um it's definitely an upgrade to the Xbox One because it's it's more powerful. Yeah. Um But should we think about this like the move from the Xbox three sixty to the Xbox One or the Xbox One to the Xbox One S? Well, I think no, no, it'll be bigger than Xbox One to Xbox One S. They're saying it's the same console generation, but um I don't know. I think it actually could be something where, you know, there's a lot of power in there. And right now, developers have to guarantee that a game release on Scorpio is also released on the standard Xbox One. So there's no Scorpio exclusive games, just Scorpio exclusive features. But again, it's so powerful from what we've seen so far that I could imagine them saying in a year or two after release, this is now going to be our next generation console as well, that that uh, restriction is no longer apply. Now you can go ahead and make Scorpio specific games and those will be even better than you know what they could have done otherwise. All right, you are listening to Geared Up on GeekWire. Don't forget, go to iTunes or your favorite podcast listening app yeah. and subscribe. We have a new Geared Up feature to search for Geared Up, mm-hmm. and uh, you'll get it right there. Also, don't forget, go to youtube.com slash gear live, yep. and that is uh, where you can follow the live YouTube streams and also GeekWire's Facebook page. You're listening to GeekWire, and this is Geared Up. We'll be right back. Welcome back. You are listening to Geared Up on GeekWire. I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. We're talking about the latest hardware and gadget news this week here on the show. And there was a big leak this past week of news yeah. on the Tesla front, Andrew. Yeah. And the Tesla Model 3, catch yep. us up on what this car is. This is Tesla's um, mass market, first mass market vehicle. So it is a purely electric vehicle that should get roughly 200 or 230 miles um, per charge minimum. And it'll start at around $35,000. So, you know, the Model S and the Model X are much higher than that. They can go into the six figures if you configure them that way. And so this is going to be their first car for the, you know, every man, so to speak. And um, it should be coming, hopefully, they're saying, at the end of this year. That's what they're saying. Now, this was the one I recall. There was a big 
uh, demand for it, lots of pre-orders, almost yeah, like you huge. would order a pre-order a console or yeah, something like that. Even even crazier. Yeah, so you had to put money down, and you actually did this, Yeah, right? I, went, I went down there when they went on sale. I don't even remember what it was, but like a year ago or something. It was a while I don't back. know. But um, I went there the day before, and I said, you know, when should I show up? They said show up around 9, we're opening at 10, maybe you'll be in the first 10 or 15 people. So I decided to get there even early. I got there at 8.30 just to be safe. And I was like number 175 or something wow. like that. And and behind me, I think there were like five or 600 people there. Like it was snaking all through the building, down an escalator, around back. Like it was crazy. That, that many people put down $1,000 to pre-order a vehicle that they hadn't even seen because the reveal wasn't until that evening. So, so what is this, this spy shot that we got this past week? These were a f- series of photos from Jalopnik. This, the yep. one we're seeing on the screen is just one of them. Uh, did what did you learn? What did you learn from from this leak of images, or or, or did you learn a lot? What I learned, I mean, I didn't I didn't learn much other than you know they are. This is the release candidate, basically. Gotcha. So this is a release candidate of the Model Three, which means they're close to the final version. Um, this is them driving and testing the car out in the wild. Oh wow! So yeah, this someone took a picture of this car from their own vehicle, and they just noticed, hey, there's a Tesla Model Three right there. I'm going to take some pictures. Wow! So yeah, don't don't car companies usually disguise the cars that they drive they around do. in public? They do, but I think we're just getting so close. Like they have to at some point, you have to drive it the way it's going to be driven by the person buying the vehicle. So at some point you have to test it that way. Um, you can't test it and like never, you know, never have it out there and then go, okay, we're we're done. We're on the final version, and you haven't even really tested it the way it's going to be sold. So I think that's what's happening here. So we're seeing it. You know, we're seeing the design, final design. I'm pretty sure. Um, you can see all the, you know, the little touches. Some things look like they've changed. In another shot, they showed the front, which looked like it was a little more uh, angular. Yep. Um, a lot of people complained about that originally, how the front nose looked. So I think we're just getting close to seeing, um, you know, the Tesla still has to do a, a full reveal and give pricing on everything, and so I think we're we're getting close based on this. Well, when you get this, we should do the the podcast from inside your Tesla, Model inside 3. the vehicle. We're just yeah. driving around. Okay, exactly. That's Good. The, the ultimate hands on. Right there. <laughs> All right. All right. Next up, YouTube TV. This yeah. was announced this past week. Mm-hmm. W- what the heck is this? This is YouTube's uh, live TV package. So you can go to tv.youtube.com. It's available in five markets: San Francisco, New York, Chicago and two others that I don't remember, but you have to be located in those cities in order to sign up. And it'll actually take the GPS coordinates of your phone or your computer if you try to sign up, and it wants to make sure you're there. Um, Once you sign up, you can use it anywhere else, but your local channels won't show up if you're out of town. But the problem is you can't sign up unless you're in one of those cities. So I actually had to go and um, I had to download a GPS spoofer for Android so that I would so my phone would communicate to YouTube to the app that I was in New York City and that's when it allowed me to actually sign up. So I signed up, gave it a try. It's actually really good. So you have unlimited DVR. So you can just go and tell it what shows you like. And oh, it really? just it just stores them on YouTube for you. So you just go into your DVR, it just shows every unlimited. Really? Um, you can go into your li- live TV is there and then there's also a YouTube esque feed of things that it thinks you'll like. So kind of like a mixture of Netflix and YouTube where it's like you know, here based on what you record, based on what you watch, here's some stuff we think you'll like. Feel free to, and you can just tap, okay, record, start recording this, or let me watch it right now, or whatever. It's really good. Um, they did a good job. It's $35 a month. Um, there are some channels missing. There's a lot of live sports that, that aren't in there, a lot of live news that aren't in there. But, you know, they did announce yesterday more channels are coming for that 35 a month. It's very cool, though. Like, it's, it's, the app is sleek. It's a good interface. And if you use YouTube, you'll know exactly how to use it. 
so I already use YouTube as something of a TV replacement. You know, I don't yeah. subscribe to Xfinity cable anymore. I just get okay. cable TV. I just get the internet through it. I, I could see this being really cool because, yeah. like, for example, I we like to watch The Voice in my family. And you can watch The Voice clips mm-hmm. on YouTube. They're all there. But you don't get the full context. You don't get, you know, the family stories right. leading up to the actual blind auditions. You yep. only get the blind auditions and then a little bit of the back and forth yep. afterward. It's very it's very cursory. Right. And so this would, in many ways, take YouTube to the point where it could replace sure. the TV. I mean, this is this is a big one for yep. cord cutters right yeah. here. Yeah, 35 bucks, And it allows you to use it on up to six accounts as well. So six people in your family can access it for that $35. But only in these five markets for now. For signing up, yeah. And again, if you go on a business trip or whatever, you can still use it. Just your local affiliates yeah. don't show up. So, I mean, it's it's. I think it's pretty good. So on this, do you see them being a, a real competitor to Sling? I mean, because that Sling TV yeah. from Dish Networks was kind of the pioneer in some ways yeah. on this on this sort of a la carte cable uh, thing. Do, do you, could you see this taking sure. over Sure. I mean, there? Sling doesn't have the brand name power that YouTube has, for sure. And, um, you know, think of how many people are on YouTube every day. They're going to see... At least in those five markets at first, you're going to see the branding right there, YouTube TV. Click here. It's free for the first 30 days. So you don't even have you go, oh, let me try it. And you just click and try it, you're in. So I think they're going to do a good job at getting people to give it a shot right up front. And again, the interface does really a really good job both on mobile, on tablet, and on uh, desktop. So, yeah, I think um, you know in, in this whole battle that we're seeing, they're going to do really, really well. But at the same time, you know, I don't know if there's going to be a clear winner because Hulu is about to come out with their version of this. Apple's still working on their version. Um, there's Sling. There's DirecTV Now. So there's a lot of these guys. And um, they all have their pros and cons. It's not like the music industry where regardless of what music service you subscribe to, you pretty much have the same product. Um, with the video services, you know, some have this channel. Some don't have this channel. Like, it's, it's more broken up. And, and going back to our previous conversation with the whole Xfinity mobile thing, it seems like all of these companies are just piling on services yep. to the point that they're all becoming somewhat similar. You've just yeah. got these, you know, uh, you've got Google offering its wireless service and and, right. and, and its its phones. And you've got YouTube, obviously, yep. part of Google. It's like you've got these just giant monoliths out there. and it, But yeah. it's becoming increasingly less... Um, valuable to, to to piecemeal it. It's becoming mm-hmm. more and more valuable to just go with one or the other, right, at right. least in terms of saving money. Is that a good thing or I a bad thing? I don't think so. I don't think so. It takes choice away. Like There's a lot of lock-in to, on all of these things. There's a lot of lock-in, and I don't know that lock-in is the best. You know, It's good for them because they it's harder for you to leave, um, so they get your money on a longer term, but you know, I, I don't know that I like it so much. I, I like, it, I like uh, having more choice, obviously, not less. Yeah, this is good stuff. All right, you are listening to Geared Up. We will be right back on GeekWire with a hands-on with the new Apple Clips app. All right, welcome back to Geared Up. We are going to go hands-on now with a product that I'm actually, I think, more excited about than Andrew is. I think so. (laughs) It's called Apple Clips. It's essentially Apple's new... Is it an Instagram competitor? Is it a Snapchat competitor? It's not a competitor because it's not not a network. It just makes videos that you... Put on those services, right? Yeah, that's right. That's so right. it's not going to compete with Snapchat because you make a video on there, then you put it on Snapchat right. or Instagram or whatever. But why are you so excited about well, this? Well, I'll show you because this is the new feature. We've got it running here on the screen behind All us. All right. Let's so, see. so here's what you do. So you can see in the upper left-hand corner, it's got the little chat icon. That's me. That, that There's Andrew. So here is the, the killer feature. You can actually press that. Whoa. And it gives you different options for how to overlay the text on the screen. 
So here's what you do. Hey, Andrew. Yeah? Tell me about Geared Up. It's my favorite podcast. <laughs> so there you go. Hey, so it, it okay. actually recognizes it, and then what it does is it picks it up and it plays it back as you said it. <laughs> okay. So so there you go. That is You got your built-in subtitles right there. Yeah, you got your built-in subtitles and then you can turn off your voice so it just shows the subtitles. So it's basically mm. a way of annotating your photos in real time on the app. Okay. I can tell you this is the second week in a row where I presented a technology that I'm excited about. <laughs> Last week it was Windows 10 Creators Update. Right. This week oh, man. I can see I can see the distant look in your eyes. Well, I mean my question is as excited as you are about this, am I going to see you using this? Am I going to all of a sudden no. see you on Facebook Possibly. or Snapchat yeah. or Instagram posting these? Yes. You are? I will now that you've challenged me. Good, good. Because <laughs> next week, we got to come back in here. We're going to review the videos that you took with this thing. So it is interesting to see Apple essentially getting into this whole arena. They've yeah. been doing sort of more of their own first-party apps that you might not expect them to do. I mean, sure. obviously you would expect them to have a, 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 all sorts of different apps like iTunes and, and those sorts of things. But right. a photo editing app is is interesting. No, it, it is interesting. It's not just a photo editing app, too. It's like a video. Yes. It's, it's, making, you know, it's making it easier to make interesting-looking videos than it currently is. Right now, it's more difficult to do that kind of stuff on your own, and they're doing it for you automatically. That is nice. I don't have a problem with that. It's just more, I don't think it's as huge of a deal. Yep. I think people are going to download it, play with it for a while, and then like maybe they won't get back in there. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. So maybe I can be the one person who just I so. I, I like becomes the champion it's your thing. of yeah. Apple Clips. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to try it out, obviously. I'll try it out this week, um, You know, because I'm on Snapchat and Instagram all the time. Um, I just want to see if it's if it's more trouble than it's worth is really my question. I think it'll also be interesting to see what people do with it because there are right. a lot of creative things you could do with that text, the speech to right, text right. that that maybe people aren't even thinking of yet. Sure, sure. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna check the hashtag. I'm sure the hashtag clips or hashtag Apple clips on Instagram is probably getting filled up right now with different people trying it out. Um, I want to see how people are using it. And I have to say, the speech recognition was pretty impressive there. It picked up what I was saying as the person recording and right. what you Both were saying. Us. It got your name wrong, though, in a weird way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A-N-D-R-U-E, like I think a, it's like, said. Yeah, what is that? I don't yeah, even know well, what why, why would, Yeah. Why would you put that there? That's weird. Yeah, why wouldn't it be a and yeah Why wouldn't it be the normal spelling? Yeah, yeah, that's weird. That's Whatever. Weird. All right. Okay, so that is <laughs> Apple Clips. And that's that's geared up for that's the week. That's it. That's it. Good stuff. Well, yeah. we're going to have another show next week. And don't forget, go to iTunes to subscribe to Geared Up. And uh, you can also go to geekwire.com slash geared up. And, uh, and in addition, youtube.com slash gear live. We're everywhere. We are everywhere. Find a place, hit the subscribe button, and uh, yeah, and that's it. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Until next week, I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. We'll talk to you next time on Geared Up on GeekWire. Thanks for listening to Geared Up, the weekly tech and gadget podcast. Check out more of Andrew's reviews at youtube.com slash gear live and follow all of our coverage at geekwire.com.